Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. God bless, God bless. We welcome everyone, the young men and women, God's worldwide ministry. As tonight, we have our Bible study, studying the, out of the book of Revelation. Tonight, we will venture in to chapter 20 of the book of Revelations. We thank everyone for joining us on the call tonight, as this is an awesome chapter to study tonight. As we always do, we open up on due time. Father God, we thank you once again for letting us come into your word. We thank you for blessing our mind, body, soul, and our spirit. I praise you, Heavenly Father, for you, Lord Most High. We thank you for all you have done, all you will do, and all you shall do. Most of all, we thank you for being God all by yourself. And we thank you tonight. And we ask you to come down off your throne, come in the midst of your word, Father God, that we may get revelation to your word tonight, and that we may be able to discern the the uplifting of your word in a mighty way. Father God, we also ask you to bind any spirits that may come across this line to hinder us from hearing or studying your word. Father God, we rebuke those spirits right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We cast them out in the name of Jesus, and we ask for the Holy Ghost to come arrest any spirits that come on this line that are not of you. We thank you, we praise you, and we exalt you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Again, we thank everyone for joining us here on Young Men, Women, and God's Worldwide Ministry. As tonight, we study the book of Revelation, chapter 20. We also will give out announcements, and our announcements are as follows. Every Monday night, we're here at 7 o'clock studying, our, studying the book of Revelation in our Bible study. Next week, we will be in chapter 21. Please, please come and join us again in this awesome Bible study. Also, on Wednesday night, we will be blessed with Pastor Nadine Washington out of Philadelphia, and she will be coming to share a word with us in our, in our Wednesday night revival called A Word for 2016. So we ask you to come join and hear this powerful woman of God share the word of God. On, on Thursday nights, we're having Bible study, uh, international Bible study, with Pastor Patricia Charles out of Bronx, New York, and we will be sharing in the book of Genesis. 
So we ask you to come join us at 7.30 on that call on Thursday night. And we just thank everyone. We thank you. We ask you to come as the Spirit leads you to join us on them calls and come and be blessed by the Word of God. Well, tonight we are studying again out of the book of Revelations, chapter 20. An awesome word tonight. And we were, we're ready to go right into the word of God. Again, Revelations, chapter 20. And we'll be studying from one... To, five, to three, and we'll be studying about Satan bound for a thousand years. Satan is bound for a thousand years. Here John says, then I saw an angel coming down from heaven, having the key to the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand, and he laid hold of the dragon that serpent of old, who is the devil and Satan. And he bound them for a thousand years. Here, John is, is seeing in a vision about Satan being bound for a thousand years. And a lot of us wonder what this thousand years that he was bound in, and those were the thousand years that has passed us and has already come, that he was bound for a thousand years. And this is the time before the first resurrection that he was bound for a thousand years. He was, he was put in the pit and he was bound before the first res- resurrection. And he said, shut him up and set a seal on him. He should deceive the nations no more till a thousand years were finished. But after these things, he must be released for a little while. And the the word tells us that he must be released for a little while. And now he's been released from that thousand years that he was held bound in the pit. And now he is, he is walking the earth. And now the Antichrist is here with us. We're not waiting for the Antichrist to come. The Antichrist is already here. And we must recognize the things that we see happening around us as we studied earlier in the other chapters of the book of Revelations. We're watching the movement of the hand of the Antichrist on the earth right now. It's a thing that we're watching things happen across the country. We're watching overseas. We're watching so many things with ISIS and all these other groups that are coming against the people of God. And this is, this is the hand of the adversary at work. 
And the Bible lets us know that he will be released for a little while. So it's a little while that we will go through the thing. We're watching what happened here in the United States that people, a man went up in, in the church and he's, he, uh, a young man went up and he slayed a bunch of children of God, saints. Then we watched in the college where the young man went up in the college and anyone that would say they was a Christian, he killed them. This is the movement of the Antichrist on the earth right now, that he is slaying the saints. And we're watching and hearing the evidence of the movement of the revelation that has come to fold in the book of Revelation. And this is something else for us to really start to witness what is going on around us. In the fourth chapter, all the way down to the sixth, I mean, from the sixth, from the fourth verse down to the seventh to the sixth verse. Paul is going to talk to us. I mean, John, excuse me, John is going to talk to us about the saints reigning with Christ a thousand years. And it reads, And I saw a throne, and it sat on, on them. A judgment was committed to them. And then I saw the soul of those who had been beheaded for their witness of Jesus for the word of God. And here we, we, we're seeing the evidence of people being beheaded and, and being people being slain to witnessing that they are children of Jesus Christ. The young man that went up into the, as I talked earlier, went up into the college, he said, are you a Christian? And the, and the young lady said, yes, I'm a Christian. And he the prophecy of the book of Revelation to come to fold. Because we all say, for Jesus we live and for Jesus we die. Here these saints truly walked in that word because when they were asked were they a Christian, they said yes, and they lost their lives. And here the book of Revelation is telling us tonight about the that about the witnesses and they were witnesses of who Jesus was and who Jesus is as the Son of the Living God. It said for the Word of God, who had not worshipped the beast or his image, and had not received his mark on their forehead or on their hand, and these are the ones that that did not receive it. And as we walk, we must understand that we are partakers of the same movement of those young people that lost their lives during this season on the earth, that we're not going to receive the mark of the adversary. We're not going to worship him. We're not going to lift him up. 
You know what I'm saying? And if we if we stand still and do what we supposed to do as children of God, that we may lose our lives. Because we are a child of, of God. And here we, we must realize that that now this walk is becoming a true walk. Either you're going to be a true child of God or not. And, and what the evidence is going to hold, whether when somebody walk up to you and ask you who you are, are you a child of God, whether you say yes or nay. Yay or nay is going to be your answer that's going to come out of your mouth. And you'll know if you're truly walking with them if you say yay. And it says they lived and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. For the rest of the dead did not live again until the thousand years were finished. And this is the first resurrection. See, this is the first resurrection that, that they're talking about, the those. And here, here that same thing that happened during the first resurrection. And we're walking through the first resurrection of Christ Jesus. That when he comes again, we will be the product of the second resurrection. But here they're talking about all those that are that that have that are walking with Christ in the first resurrection. It said, blessed and holy is he who has part in the first resurrection. Over such the second dead have no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. And, 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 and it's letting us know that, 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 they, that those that are here now are priests of God. Because we're ministering the word. We're going out and we're letting people know the goodness of Jesus. And Jesus told us in the word, he told us to go out and spread the gospel. And when we spread the gospel, we are ministering the word of God to those that do not know God. Because we are the product of the survivors of those of the first resurrection. Oh, hallelujah. And it says, they shall reign with him a thousand years. And they are reigning with him. When we know that Jesus came off the cross, he went into he went into the depths of the earth, and he went to set the captives free. He went down, and he took, he took the key of of death from that adversary. And then what he did, he set all those that were walking right with God free to be able to reign with him in that thousand in this thousand year period. And when a thousand years is up, he will return. He will return. He will come back to claim those that are his that are here on earth. Over in Thessalonians, it said that he should come on a cloud. We say he'll trumpet blow. 
and he shall come on the cloud. And those who died in Christ shall be raised up to meet him in there, and those that are alive shall join them to go back and be with him for eternity. And we then we know the thousand years is up. It's not our thousand, but it's God's thousand. For the Bible lets us know, and we understand that one day is a thousand years to the Lord. As we read from the seventh to the tenth verse, we we read about. The satanic rebellions crushed. The satanic rebellion is crushed. And God is going to talk to us right now about the defeat of the devil, the defeat of the Antichrist, the defeat of Satan. Are there any questions? Amen. It says, now when the thousand years have expired, Satan will be released from his prison and will go out to deceive the nations which are in the four corners of the earth, Goba and Magog, to gather them together to battle whose number is as the sands of the sea. So so he says that, that these cities that they that he's talking about, that the, the Antichrist being released has went out and started gathering these people up. And one thing we, we, we need to understand, that the Muslim relations, religion is growing dramatically. And the thing about this, that they're growing and they're warring against the children of God. They are warring against the children of God. That it comes, we're in a time that if you don't want to convert to be with them, they will cut your head off and they will slay you. It is in the Quran. If any of you get the chance, read the Quran. And it is something that is spoke, at, are spoke about in the Quran that this is a thing that they are doing to, to, to take over and to subdue all the cities to become under one religion. And it says in the ninth verse, and they went up on the the, beach, the breach of the earth and surrounded the camp of the saints and the beloved city, and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. And, 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 and there's going to be a place towards the end of time that, that all the saints are going to gather in one place during the battle that's going to come forth. And we know about the battle. It's called the Battle of the Armageddon, that the saints will battle against those that oppose God and become God's enemy, which are the, which are the followers and the children of the Antichrist. But the word says that God, oh, hallelujah, that God will 
Mm-mm-mm. It says that God will. He says that when went up on the breach of the earth and surround the camp of the saints in the beloved city. And the beloved city is the city of holy of Jerusalem is the beloved city of God. And it says that they surrounded the beloved city. But watch what God does. And then it said, mm-mm-mm. Fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. And the devil who deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophets are. Let me, let me tell you something. There are a lot of false prophets running, running around right now. And we, we must discern who they are and know who they are that we're going to be running with them and fall off in their doctrine and fall off and follow them because they, those that follow them, for the Bible says that my people perish for lack of knowledge, that if we don't seek the knowledge of who we're running behind and who we're walking behind in the kingdom of God, that we will, be, we will, we will fall to the same destruction as they fall to. That's why the Bible says, that you need to know those that labor among you. You need to know the people that you're following. Just don't follow them because they look godly and they sound godly. But follow them because they walk in the spirit of Christ. The Bible says that we should, we should test the spirits that come among us. Here, we're hearing a word that tells us that we need to sit down and we need to, 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 to examine those that say they are of God, to know whether they're walking with God or they're not. Because he said, where the beasts and the false prophets are, it says the devil who deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beasts and the false prophets are. And they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Listen, we need to really examine who we're running behind, who we're following. If we don't want to end up in the lake of fire. And, you know, we read a long time ago that even though your name is written in the book Lamb of Life, but we read in the book of Revelation that it can be taken out of the book. And I think that's in the third chapter of the book of Revelation. It can be taken out of the book. And we must understand that don't don't run around thinking your name is in there. And because of the lifestyle that you're living, because of who you're following, that your name is not in there no more. You need to know whether your name is in there or not. And in the, on the one way you can, you can know, if you're walking right with Jesus. Because if you're not walking right, your name could be taken right out of that book. And you don't want, you don't want to live your life in vain following the wrong person 
and your name has been taken out of the book of life. Amen. Amen. You need to know that your name is in the book of life. We will read now from the 11th to the 15th verse. And we will talk about the great white throne of judgment. We will talk about the great white throne of judgment in the name of Jesus. This is powerful tonight, y'all. This is powerful. And and we will put the recording up on Facebook for some of you that came late and some of you that, that missed the beginning of this teaching. But this is powerful because as I just read, you got to you got to know not to live your life in vain that your name has been taken out of the Lamb Book of Life. When you got when you got born again, it was written in there. But the life that you lived while you were here until your death, you got to know that it wasn't that you was not living in vain, but you were living behind the word of God and not behind some false prophet that seemed like they were teaching you right and they weren't. Mm-mm-mm. In the name of Jesus. Okay, and we're going to read from the 11th to the 15th verse and talk about the great right throne of judgment. And Paul said, I mean, John says, and then I saw a great white throne, him who sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heavens fled away. There was found no place for them. And see, and see he's talking about those people that, that weren't living right. There was no place found for them. Because because there there was not a place. And then Paul, and then John says, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, the small and great, standing before God. And books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works. Do you hear what I just said? That you're going to be you're going to be judged according to your works here on earth. Because the only way that you're going to be able to get in that place to be with God, if you did the works that He gave you to do here on earth. I just preached a while back and told some people you don't wanna you don't wanna not do the works that God has called you to do because you didn't seek out the works that God has put before you. Everybody in the body of Christ has an assignment. And if you do not stand up and seek out your assignment that God has given you, then you will be lost. Mm-mm-mm. You will be lost at the end of time.
And then he says, and by the things which were written in the book. So God is writing down everything that we're doing. There's a book with your name in it, and this is a book of your deeds that you have done here on earth. And yes, none of us cross every T and dot every I, but yet God is still looking for those people that have a desire to do his will. And not give up on the things that are before them that God has them to do. Because Jesus was the only perfect man that ever was going to walk on this earth. But know this, that the Bible says that the righteous man may fall 70 times 70, but get back up. Don't fall and, 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 and get in your pity party and stay there, but get back up. Because whatever was done yesterday, today is a new day in Christ Jesus. Every day is a new day for you to, to strive to get things right in your life. That your name will be still written and, 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 and down in the book of life and that God will see the works that you do. And Grandma used to tell me, let your good outweigh your bad. Let your good Outweigh your bad. So we need to we we need to keep doing the will of God, doing the work of God. No matter if we fall, get back up and get back on track and start doing what God has you to do. We all say every day ain't a good day, but one thing is every day ain't a bad day if you're still in Christ Jesus. In the 13th verse, it says, And the sea gave up the dead who were in it. And death and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them. And they were judged. Each one according to his works. Did you hear me? The Bible was telling us that the Bible told us faith without works is dead. And now it is telling us that, hey, you want to be judged according to what you do on the earth in the name of Jesus. So you can't just lay back and don't want to do nothing but want to receive everything because just because you're being blessed on this hand and that hand, adds up to nothing at the end if you ain't got no work. Because the Bible says one thing, that God blesses the just as well as the unjust. So it ain't about your blessings, but it's about your work. And one thing about it, you work a job. If you don't go to work, you don't get paid. Same thing in the kingdom. If you're not doing the will of God and the word of God, how can you want to want to go and think that you're going to be with Him for eternity? And you gave, and you, you you didn't bless back, you didn't bless God back with nothing. When you do your assignment, you're blessing the Lord back. In the 14th verse, 
It says, and then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. And this is the second death. Now, now we're talking about the second death because now we're moving into the second resurrection of Jesus Christ. The second death. Mm-mm-mm. This is the final one. And anyone on this line or anyone hearing this, I'm telling you, you don't want to live your life in vain and not be with Jesus for eternity, but be in the pits of hell for eternity. You want to be able to do what God has assigned you to do. You want to be able to walk according to his will. And we all know one thing, that we all fall short of the glory of God. But yet, even in our short falling, we need to get back up and get back on the road and do what God has instructed us to do according to his word and according to his will. I don't cross every T, and I don't do a dot like the I. I have fallen, but I got back up. You got to be real with yourself in order to be real with God. And it says, anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the fire of hell. So he's saying that if your name is in the book of life, that you're going to hell. You're going to hell if your name ain't in that book. And all I can do is tell you, don't live your life in vain. Don't, don't fall. Get back up. Things ain't going right. Don't give up. Keep going. Because one thing God told us, I said, never leave you or forsake you. God will always be with us, whatever we're going through. And if you're anything you want to do, you want to keep your name in the book, in the Lamb Book of Life. Because at the end, if your name has been taken out, you're going to, you're going to burn in hell for the rest of, for, for the rest of eternity. There ain't no second chance. Once you die. So you need to take advantage of all your second and third and fourth and fifth chances, a number of chances, while you're here on earth. Because I just read to you that if your name is not written in the Lamb Book of Life, that you're going to go to hell. And you've got to understand that. You have to truly understand that that your name needs to be in the book Lamb of Life. And I was trying to look up that other that scripture um, where it says that your name could be taken out of the book Lamb of Life. I'm trying to see what church that that was written in. So all I can do is say to you, 
Tonight you got a word, and that word was for you Mm-mm. to let you know that you need to not live your life in vain. And there is, and there is not a possibility, but there is a place that your name could be taken out of the book Lamb of Life. And you do not want your your name not to be in because the Bible told us that if your name is not in that book, you will live the rest of your life in eternity. In your eternal life, you will live in the pits with the adversary. And I don't... I can't find it right off the bat, but I will bring it back, or I will post it on Facebook, where it's at, as I will go back and read to see exactly where that's at. And excuse me for not jumping on this, been very busy today, but... I surely should have um, had it in place for y'all to be able to read it. But all those that have a desire to know, I will I will put it up on Facebook or I will bring it to our, our attention again next Monday when we go into Chapter 21. Again, we, we thank everyone for joining us tonight. I don't know if there's any questions. If there are, we will open up the line for anyone that has any questions. Well, amen, amen. We hope that everyone receives something in this world touching. Please go back in and read it again for yourself that God may give you a revelation to this word tonight that you will be able to see yourself in this word and be able to identify some of the things that I spoke about that will occur. And that one thing is about your name being written in the Lamb Book of Life. Again, we thank everyone. To God be the glory. All praises to him, for he is. And we thank Yeshua for just being who he is and what he is in our lives. We thank everyone again. Please join us next Monday night. Please do join us on Wednesday night as we will have the revival. Mm-mm-mm. A word for 2016. Come hear it, that you may be touched and you may be lifted up in the word of God. Again, thank you. As we always say, we love everyone. Please keep joining us in the word of God. And as we always say, and even in line, Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Everyone have a blessed and wonderful night.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.